Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, nutritionist, Michaela Shifley, the founder of KJ Wellness. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things nutrition and wellness. We'll cut through the bullshit information out there, debunk health myths, interview health experts, and give you actionable steps to help you become the best version of yourself. So go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and strap in to hear the cold hard truths about health. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Wellness Podcast or welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast if this is one of the first episodes that you're listening to. I am so excited to have you all here today because today's topic is something that is very close to my heart and it's also something that has been coming up so much with a lot of my clients lately which is absolutely incredible and it's all about a body image and learning that self-acceptance and self-love which we will dive into but I really feel like body image has definitely been one of the biggest journeys that I have been on especially through my journey of having to gain weight um, and then my weight leveling out and just learning this newfound appreciation and acceptance for myself and honestly it has been so incredibly powerful and I think one of the biggest things is because in the world that we live in right like we do we all have this fear of of weight gain and this fear of getting larger because for so long society has always told us that we are more accepted or we will be more loved or whatever it is if we were a smaller size which is complete bullshit by the way there is so much more to you than your size but we will get into that and I guess for me when I was the smallest version of myself, I was also the most unhealthiest version of myself, which I didn't realize in the time, but also I was the most insecure version of myself. And now being bigger than what I was and and I have this newfound appreciation, love, acceptance and self-confidence, which I'm all here for. Like I fucking love it so much. So today, well, to start off with, I want to address the idea that an unhelpful body image or unhelpful body image days, more often than not, they come from days where we feel more bloated, right? We don't feel amazing. And this is because we live in a world, like I said, where we are told our whole lives that thinner is better and that we will be more accepted, which is just never the case. It's absolute bullshit. And I want you to think for a second. Do you ever walk into a room and think, oh, great, she's a size four. I'm going to become best friends with her? No. Well, I'd hope not because we love people not for their size, but for who they actually are. And I mean, if you are walking into that room and you're befriending them for their size, then you need to go and check yourself. But just as you don't do this to others, others don't do it to you. How often you are thinking about yourself and internalizing everything about yourself, I guarantee you everybody's doing it about them. They're not actually giving you a second thought. We need to actually take a step back and realize that people love you for you, not for what you look like. And your self-worth is so much more than just a number on the scales or a sizing label on a piece of clothing. And when you actually start to believe this to your core, your whole world changes. And I really, truly mean that because I have witnessed it firsthand. Like I've lived through it myself. And the difference that I see in my clients is just day and night. And I love it. Like, I love it so much. And I want you to understand also, and this is a huge one as well, that your life purpose is not to be constantly restricting and depriving yourself. And I want you to know that if you actually do have to constantly live your life in a really restrictive way to maintain your current weight, then I hate to break it to you, but you're currently not at a healthy weight for your body. And this is really important to understand. And if you have actually been dieting for such a long period of time, then it's really important that you reach out, you seek help, get your body functioning properly again, and then discover what your set 
weight point is. And this actually is really interesting because it came up in conversation after the festive season with one of my friends and she was saying how she wanted to lose weight. She was saying how she's just been enjoying life and so she's put on weight and now she wants to lose it. And this made me really think if just when you're in your the festivities or things are going on and, and you are enjoying life, does that mean that when those things aren't happening and you're in this restrictive state, you aren't enjoying life? Like if you were to be a couple of kilos heavier, like I'm not even talking much, you know, like maybe one, two, three kilos, but you actually fucking lived every single day in a way where you had energy, you had great digestion, your body was functioning at its optimal level, you enjoyed every moment. There was no anxiousness, no feelings of guilt or shame or frustration or fear around food or events or eating out or anything like that. I mean, wouldn't that life be so much more worth it than being constantly depriving and restricting and thinking about food 24 seven and beating yourself up because you've stuck to something or you haven't stuck to something like to me that is just exhausting and it requires so much extra mental and physical energy which leads to exhaustion and that's not what we're here for as humans there is so much more to life than the way that you look your body and yes it's so important to be that to be healthy a hundred percent but it's also so important to not spend every single day beating yourself up putting yourself down restricting depriving all of that kind of stuff and i really really want that to sink in and for you to understand that and so today what i want to do is i actually want to share with you five things that you can start doing today to actually start to improve your body image and so these five things are actually some things that i work through quite often with a lot of my clients so i'm spilling some of the juice if i may so I just want to dive straight into it. So the first one is that I, you actually want to start to change your thoughts around self-love and rather start to seek self-acceptance first. Now, this could be very controversial and I understand that. And some of you are probably like, oh my God, I just want to be at that self-love point. And I get it. Like I get it. But you can't just expect yourself to wake up one day and be like, okay, I'm going to start this journey of self-love. Expect that in two weeks time, you're going to be in a completely different place and love every single part of yourself. It's just, it's such an unrealistic way of thinking. And if you're consuming social media that is telling you that self-love is easy, you just have to do it, blah, blah, blah. It's bullshit. They're trying to get you in on something and I'm here to give you the hardcore truth. And yes, it could be hard to hear, but this is exactly why you need to hear it. You may never love every single part of yourself. And you know what? That's actually okay. You don't have to. And one of the hardest things to do is if you're sitting in front of the mirror and you're trying to chant like positive affirmations or body love affirmations, or you're trying to tell yourself that you love all of these parts of yourself, but you don't, you don't actually believe it to your core, that narrative and that subconscious part of your mind is never going to change. You have to actually start by unpacking everything bringing everything to the surface, releasing it, unlearning that way of thinking, I'm learning a completely new way of thinking. And this takes time. And if you think about how long and how many years you have actually been putting yourself down, critiquing yourself, all of that kind of stuff, it's not going to change overnight. It is going to take time. And one of the top things to do is when we look at that self-acceptance, we just actually want to start to change this narrative that we talk to ourselves and just reframe a couple of things. You know what? I actually want to read to you from a book. I want to read what body acceptance actually is. So body acceptance is about accepting this is the body you have and feeling neutral about that fact. It means not thinking that you are flawless and bootylicious 24-7, but also not thinking that you are hideous and have to change. Actually, it's not thinking very much about your body very much at all. 
Just accepting that how it looks is how it looks and getting on with your days. And so that's the acceptance. And I was having an interesting conversation with somebody the other day, one of my clients, and she was talking about the fact that she's actually moved into the, the, this body, almost like this neutral ground, and she just accepts herself. And she said it almost feels really weird to the point where she's kind of second guessing, being like, wow, she has never felt this way, that she almost thinks it's wrong to be feeling this way. And she's worked through that, and that doesn't last forever. It's only a couple of days because you're like, well, I just feel so different that I have this neutral feeling towards my body. I'm not there where I love it, every part of it, but I'm also not hating on it anymore. And that's the first place that you want to get to. And so to actually just start to change it to self-love to self-acceptance is really just about changing the some of the terminology that you tell yourself. So rather than being like, I should love my hips, just change it to I accept my stretch marks or I accept what my hips do for me, you know, like those type of things. It doesn't have to be I love, it's just I accept. Like, And at the end of the day, you have to learn to accept yourself because this is it. This is your one body, your one mind. You don't get a take two at this life. You are living it right now. And if you can actually learn to work with your body, not against it, again, your whole world changes. So that's my first tip. Start to change the narrative on your view about aiming for self-love and rather shift it more to self-acceptance first. Second tip that I have is I want you to actually start to think about what it really truly means for you to respect your body. And I want you to go really, really deep into this. When you think about showing up for yourself every single day with a level of respect for your body, what does that mean for you? And I want you to write these down because you might not love your body and you might not even feel okay with it some days and that's okay. But if you can actually show your body that you care for it, you respect it and it's going to actually get its basic needs, you are going to look at it differently. And that in itself is really, really key because even on days where you don't feel amazing, you still want to show up and respect your body because you would do it to somebody that you love. So you have to do it to yourself. So body respect could look like things like when you feel unwell, you go to the doctors, um, you don't restrict food, you actually fill your body with an adequate amount of food, you move your body in a way that feels really good for you you don't um, body check, you do like your forms of self-care, so catching up with friends, um, spending time, you know, whatever feels good for you. So like washing your hair, taking nice long showers, uh, putting that smelling moisturizer on, taking time to do your skincare. Um, it could also be things like eating food that you know you love, like mentally love as well. It could be things around not judging your own body or other people's body, not body shaming anyone. Like there's so many ways that you can show up with a level of respect for yourself. And if you can actually start to ask yourself every single day what this level is that you need for that day, it's going to change everything. So even if you put like a sticky note on the mirror of your shower and literally just ask yourself, what is a level of respect that I can give myself today? And let's say you are having an unhelpful body image day, maybe it's not going and thrashing yourself in the gym because you could be fatigued. Maybe it's about going on a nice gentle walk, treating yourself to a coffee, whatever it is, right? Ask yourself every single day. Then on top of that, and I've actually just thought of this, so I'm linking this in with number two, is I want you to write down your strengths and your qualities. Really sit there and really write them. 
because one of the hardest things to do is actually to say things that we like about ourselves that we do and this doesn't have to be physical this is actually the way that you treat other people the way that you act every day the way that you think and it's so hard for us to sit there and say things because we again live in a world where we don't really talk about our qualities and what we're good at we're constantly putting ourselves down to other people to make them feel comfortable or we think it makes them feel more comfortable we live in a world where we also have tall poppy syndrome so you chop yourself down to be at the same level as everybody else whereas there is nothing wrong with loving yourself there is nothing wrong with thinking that you were good at something in fact there's actually a lot of power in that it helps your self-confidence it allows you to strive for bigger goals to push forwards and guess what you are you that is your power and you're fucking incredible so you need to start to actually own that celebrate your successes own what you're good at share your strengths and qualities it is not a bad thing to know that you are actually really really talented and really good at stuff and if you're sitting there going yeah but i don't have any strengths and qualities guarantee you do how do you treat other people around you do you care for them do you show them love you know what what feedback did you get do you get in your career or school or wherever it is that you're at are you dedicated do you work hard do are you good at time management like there's so many different things it doesn't have to be anything huge that you've achieved in your life it could be these tiny little things that you do every single day that's actually putting you one step closer to these end goals that you have and that is a strength and that is a quality and that needs to be celebrated my third one is to actually go through and clean out your closet because let's be honest, how many times have you gone to get ready for a night out and your room looks like a bomb has gone off and you're sitting on the floor in tears because nothing fits, nothing looks good, you don't feel great in everything, you're having a bad body image moment. For me, that happened way too often. So one of the best things that I did, ever did was I actually went through my wardrobe and I get a lot of my clients to do this too and box up or bag any clothes that you know do not fit you or you do not feel comfortable wearing. And you could be sitting there going, yeah, but that's going to be like 90% of my wardrobe. Yeah, it was 90% of my wardrobe. My wardrobe decreased in size dramatically. So I went down to the op shop and I got a few things bargain um, just to put in my wardrobe because I knew that they were comfy. Until I got to this stage where I actually accepted my body and started to love it and started to expand my wardrobe again. But what this did actually do is it stopped me beating myself up, putting myself down, trying to fit into clothes that I know didn't fit or were uncomfortable. It just removes that whole, I guess like parade or, or event that happens when we try and do that to ourselves. And at the end of the day, like, is that a level of respect? Is putting yourself through that every single time you have something on a level of respect? I would say absolutely not. Same as shoes, right? Like. If you have a pair of shoes that are two sizes too small, you wouldn't wear them because they would be so fucking uncomfortable. Your toes would be so, so painful. So it's the same with other clothes. You need to actually go through your wardrobe and you need to remove any clothes that do not make you feel great. My fourth tip, forgot which one we were up to just then, is to actually stop body checking. Yep, I know. And you're probably going to be like, how the hell do I even do that? And body checking comes in so many ways. I think we automatically think about looking in the mirror or like pinching parts of our body, but it also comes into play in like comparison. If you walk into a room and you're comparing yourself to them, um, it could be looking at yourself in the reflection mirrors. It could be measuring yourself with a tape measure, whatever it is. 
it's time that we take a step back from that. So I want you to actually write down which areas you find yourself body checking the most or which environments you find yourself body checking the most. It could be at the gym, it could be in your bedroom, it could be shower, whatever it is. And then I want you to, in that environment, set up something in a way that you can start to limit it. So maybe it's like draping a towel over your mirror for the next little while in your bedroom. Maybe it's about when you're at the gym, trying working out where there's not so many mirrors, kind of hard to avoid. So maybe like facing backwards to the mirror. Um, it could be things around if you walk into a room and you're comparing yourself, like having notes going into that event about reminding yourself, you know, what is that form of respect? What are your strengths and qualities? You are so much more like knowing yourself worth and then also offloading it after the event. So like reflecting on where you are at, I guess, like what thoughts came into your mind. So again, you're bringing everything and becoming really self-aware. So then you can actually unpack it, work through it and move forwards. But you really first off is definitely becoming more self-aware of where you are body checking the most and then thinking about what strategies and techniques can you put in place to start to really limit that. And then my fifth and final tip is actually to write yourself a letter. And this one could be incredibly emotional. But what I want this letter to say is firstly, you're going to split it into two sections. The first section that you are going to write this letter on is actually apologizing to your body, apologizing for everything that you've put it through. Because you have, there is so much to be grateful for about your body. Like, what does your body actually do for you every single day? It gets up, it walks around, it digests food for you, it keeps you alive, it gets you thinking, you have fingers to do, you know, whatever, cooking, writing, typing, working. You have legs that allow you to walk, exercise, run. You have a nose that allows you to smell. You have lips that allow you to kiss, that allow you to taste foods. You have ears that allow you to hear things and speak to people. You have eyes that allow you to see your loved ones and be able to get through your day. Like when you actually break it down, your body does so much for you. And there's so much there that we take for granted. And every single time that you were picking your body apart, you were showing it a form of disrespect. And that means you're working against your body, not with your body. And when you actually want to achieve big things in life and you want, you have these goals that you were striving for, you have to work with your body, not against it. So if you actually sit there and you write this letter to yourself so half of it is apologizing apologizing to yourself for the way that you've treated it for the fact that you have disrespected it that you have restricted it that you've semi-starved it that you have said awful names that you have picked it apart that you have put it down constantly you want to apologize to yourself because you would never treat a friend like that and if you had a friend that treated you like that i guarantee you you wouldn't be friends with them anymore so why do you let yourself treat yourself like that also a good question to journal on and reflect so sit down, write that letter, apologizing to yourself. And then the other half of the letter, I want you to actually flip that and write it about thanking your body, thanking your body for showing up, what you're grateful for, for everything that it does for you. It is going, this is the first part is going to actually be quite emotional. You may find this is because you were going to actually bring a lot of emotions or a lot of feelings or thoughts that you have been pushing under the rug or bottling up for a long period of time. Then when you actually flip that and you write that gratitude and that, that thank you letter to yourself, it's going to highlight an entirely new way of viewing yourself and you are going to experience an entirely different way of viewing the world as well. Which can I just say, I know I've said this so many times, but it literally changes your world. It changes who you are as a person, how you view the world, how you view yourself. And in life, we have so many goals whether they're career goals, family goals, self goals, whatever it is. And food and body image shouldn't be the thing that's getting in your way. Like I know it is a lot of the time and it was for me. 
but we can change that. One of the biggest things for me is when I actually really got to that next level of healing my relationship with food and healing my relationship with myself, my business just absolutely took off because I had the mental energy, the mental capacity to put towards that. And I started to really achieve these goals where I felt stagnant for, I reckon, two years straight in my career because I was actually just so consumed by what I looked like and the food that I ate. And if I could go back and tell myself one thing, it would be to start this journey so much earlier, have a long-term goal. Like don't think about this as a quick fix. Let go of that idea of it being an eight week challenge or an eight week shred or whatever the fuck gyms are promoting at the moment and actually view it as, okay, 12 months from now, I can be an entirely different person. And in those 12 months, if I just chip away at this day by day, I'm going to get there through baby steps. Like view this as long-term. Because if you, the slower you can do this and the more that, the longer you can commit to yourself for, the better your results and the better off you are at actually being able to cement everything, solidify it and maintain any habits and changes that you make, which I love. That's what we're here for, right? And you want to be able to actually go out and enjoy your life and do all the things that you want to do. Because like I said, this is it. This is your one life. So go out there and achieve the goals that you want to achieve, treat your body with the respect that it deserves, and yeah, live the life that you want to live. Anyway, that's all for me. As you can tell, I'm very, very passionate about this topic. If you want to chat about it more, or if you know somebody who needs to hear these five tips, then reach out to me on Instagram to chat, or please send this podcast to somebody who you know does need to hear these five tips on improving body image. Don't forget to leave a review, a comment or anything like that. But I have absolutely loved today's topic. I hope you did too. I will chat with you all in the next episode very soon. But until then, you take care. Bye.